Soul Filler Diaries is here to meet you wherever you are on your life path. Life is like a mountain trail with ups and downs, twists and turns. It is most fulfilling when you follow the path best suited for you and find the beauty along the way. We hope to be relatable, inspiring, and leave you with healthier minds, bodies, and wallets. Join me in conversations with guests that intend to fill our souls and help us all along our path to living an abundant life. Thank you so much for joining the Soul Filler Diaries today. Today is episode two. We've got Stephanie Hecker here. Stephanie started the crowd list and is going to talk to us a little bit about um, how to invest in startups, how to get started, lots of cool information about her story and how she's gotten to where she is today. So Stephanie, thank you for coming today. Yeah. So excited to have you. Love connecting with you. Stephanie is one of my favorite soul fillers. Um, my sister-in-law, some family that, you know, you, d- you don't get to choose, but like you do. Like you get lucky. I would, yeah. I, you, get, you get lucky and I feel like so lucky to have you. So, and you drove all the way up here from, you know, Tacoma today. So thank you so much because your time is valuable and you're taking time away from your family. And I really appreciate you being here. So thank you. Well, I love you, Brandy. I appreciate you. And this has been a lovely morning so far. So it didn't take much um, convincing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. So I'm I'm excited because you are my first like guest. Yay. So episode two. And um, I think I told you when we were talking earlier, we haven't delved into it much yet, but I'm like so fascinated about like what you have created and what you're doing. Um And I'm excited to learn more about that. So uh, with us today is Stephanie Hecker. She's the founder and the engineer of The Crowdlist. So, yeah, tell us a little bit about who you are, what Crowdlist is and all of that. Um, Okay. yes. Again, I'm Stephanie Hecker, your (laughs) sister-in-law, mother of two. Um, I am married to your husband's brother, one of your husband's (laughs) brothers, and I am the founder and engineer of The Crowdlist. I created it because when I learned that this type of investing existed, I realized that like a lot of people didn't know that this type of investing existed. And then and then how would they? So I thought, well, let me create a tool for myself, um, which I did. And then I realized that nobody could use this tool in this way. So how do I make it accessible to everyone? And what the crowd is, is it tracks equity crowdfunding uh, campaigns in the United States And what that is, is a way for everyday retail investors to participate in um, investing in startups who want to raise up to $5 million a year, normally to invest in things like private equities like Uber or Tesla, whatever. You have to be an accredited investor, which is not accessible to most Americans. And so this is a way to be a part of that world and... I don't know, have a say in where your dollars go. That's so awesome. So that's, I I think, the part that is like so fascinating to me because I'm like, oh, I'm so intrigued by this. But like, so you started out just wanting to invest and you were having to go to all these different places to research and try to get the information you needed. So you've kind of pulled that all together, right, into a central location. And this is, again, me like (laughs) wanting to be like super like, step back and like speak my language kind of thing Yeah, is so when I go on your website 
I can choose to invest in, I can, I can sort through filter, choose what startups I want to invest in. Yep. And you're not on my platform, you're not investing, but you can do all of your research discovery through there. Um, right now in the U.S., in, to, in order to invest in these private equities, you have to, um, the startups have to use a funding portal, which is registered through um, FINRA. They are who provide the investing opportunities. The issue that I found there is there's dozens of funding portals and there's no like rhyme or reason to them. There's not like this is the funding portal to invest in tech. This is the funding portal to invest in social impact. This is the fun- it's just whatever funding portal. And for me, that was exhausting because I was like, I'm not going to go to this many funding portals every day to find out who is available for investment dollars. And all of the information is available through public data. So I was able to gather that daily through public data. And on my website, you can go and you can sort by like what your investing like thesis is based on how what you what you want to do. And then you can go from there to the actual portals to do the investing if if you choose. Awesome. That's so cool. So for the average person, I mean, right now, like we all want to be diversified, right? Everybody's kind of scared of having all their eggs in in one nest. Um, And also startups being something that I've always seen as as like riskier. So I've been scared to do it. Yeah. This, I mean, when you're you're talking about starting this, like what scale can you start out at investing in these portals? Yeah. So um, I will say that I'm not a financial advisor. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So do your own research. Speak to your financial advisors about this. It is it private equity investing is high risk. um, And the likelihood that you're going to see your money again is very slim. So you really want to determine what the right amount is for you. What I've seen is the lowest that you're able to begin investing is $100. Okay. Um, And I believe that you can go I think I'm misspeaking here, but I want to say you can go up to ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars. That might be higher um, without having to fill out maybe an additional form per. Okay. Um, and it might depend on your income, how much you can invest per year. But okay. the, all of that information is available on sec.gov. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. OK, so this is so in- inspiring for me because like I just look at you and I'm like, you created this. That is so cool. So you've kind of told us like with you starting in the investing, but like maybe where did you get the skills that you were able to like pull in this data and create this website and do this all by yourself, right? Like tell us a little bit about your story and how your path has gotten you to where you are today. Yeah. So I have a background working in tech. My last um, full-time role was a software engineer and I I loved that role. (laughs) Um, I like the building and the tinkering, um, learning new technologies. And when I left, I had always been curious about angel investing, but I was like, I have no idea where to even begin. How would I even find out about a business that would want my money? And how do I not lose it all? So I took a class from an angel investor named Arlen Hamilton. And in that class, she talked about something called regulation crowdfunding, which I had never heard about. And I really, and that was when I learned, oh, you don't have to be accredited. At first I was like, what is accredited? Am I accredited? How do they know if I'm accredited? Do I have like what forms? Like there's all these little pieces. And I was like, I don't understand these things. And this, 
that makes even more high risk of like everyone says I'm going to lose all my money. And also there's all these other hoops I have to jump through. (laughs) And this doesn't make like a ton of sense because I could just take all my money to the casino and lose it. And that would be (laughs) fine. But then just investing in this small business that I want to see grow is not not an option to me. That seems um, weird. But with regulation crowdfunding, that helps remove that layer so that anybody can participate. So when I learned about that, I kind of started digging. And that's when I learned that you had to go through all the you had to go through a funding portal in order to invest. And I was like, okay, well, how do I find out who is who is running a campaign? How do I find out who like to even do that? Okay, I have to go to all these different websites and I have to learn. And that seems frustrating. And and I'm pretty sure that you have to file paperwork with the government. And I feel like the government probably has an API. And I wonder if I could build myself just a little script to run every day. And I could just see just for myself, just, you know, my I, I was not employed at the time. And I'm just like, OK, let me just build something and see if this works. And then it did work. And I was like, OK, this is interesting. And this works for me. I wonder if this would be helpful to others. Um, all right. And this was when I had built it, I realized it was like in the movies when you see someone who's a coder and you look at their screen and it's like black with like neon green text. That's what I had built for myself. And I was like, okay, well, nobody wants to see this. Like, I'm not gonna be able to show this to Brandy. <laughs> She's gonna be like, I don't know what the heck this is. No, thanks. So I um, found a way to build a front end and then so that it can be visible and make sense to everyone. Okay. So now you have it in the web form, right? Yep. You like have a web page. What about an app? I don't have an app, but I do have a newsletter. Okay. Um, and this was, this was a good learning for me because I built what, what I learned is if you build it, they won't come if you don't tell them that this exists. <laughs> People need to know. Okay, so great. I'm an engineer. How do I find I users? Actually, I actually have a story about this because yeah. Zach, Zach, Stephanie's husband, had sent a message to like all the family, right? And yeah. you were like, oh my gosh, I can't believe he told people. Yeah, and exactly. it's like... <laughs> Well, you you kind of want people to you know. You have to tell people, Stephanie. <laughs> and yeah, and so he did that behind my back because I absolutely would not have okayed that. So I'm glad it worked out. Thank you all for your love and support. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. No. And so I was struggling with that. Like, I don't know how to market anything. And typically, you want to find the users and then build something, not build something and then find the users. So I'm doing this a little bit backwards. And so it's a little bit slower than I would have. I feel like like for your personality, though, you're doing it the right way because you want to know all the pieces. You're the type of person that wants to know like what you're delivering is what you would want. Right. So you you being like the first user and making sure you're doing kind of the beta testing for yourself is for that product before you launch it. I feel like that's going to give you peace of mind, right? And if I had known all of the steps to the marketing that were needed, I never would have built it out. I'm like, no, I'm bored already. (laughs) You know, so I'm like, okay, well, this already exists. So how do I make it work now? As opposed to like, I have to do all these things before it exists. So I'm just going to not do it then. Yeah. So yeah, it does work for my personality type. I'm like, that is already here. Yeah. And so I was kind of struggling, like, should I do social media? Should I be on YouTube? And I was like, I don't know if I want to, like, attach my face to a brand or what I'm building mm-hmm. yet here. So maybe I'll just build a newsletter. Like, 
I've heard of this thing called Substack and maybe I'll just start writing on there and I'll just kind of curate a couple um, campaigns that are coming through a week that I personally just think are interesting and see how that goes. And I'll just send it every Friday after the markets close. And this is the last one that came in and here's what came through this week and here's five or whatever that I think are interesting. And then also follow me on Twitter or something, you know, like that's it. That's all the newsletter says. And I started writing it in November and it was like pretty slow. And I'm like, okay, cool. There's like 40 strangers that join, you know, that's, that's cool. Awesome. Like whatever. And then it started, you know, and then it kept growing and I joined a couple like entrepreneur communities and I was like, okay, how do I keep growing this? And then I started getting like a lot of subscriber. Well, for me, yeah. a lot of subscribers. And I was like, okay. And then, but they're just subscribing. They're coming to my newsletter, but then they're not going to my website. And I'm like, okay, there's, I have way more subscribers than I do daily visitors. Why does anybody want to use my database? <laughs> you know. <laughs> and it took me a minute there. So then I kind of, I, on um, weekly, I meet with a, it's a masterminds group of other entrepreneurs yeah. and several of them are, have email lists. And I was like, what should I do here? Um, should I build more features for my my web app that I built or should I spend more time on my newsletter? And I'm like, okay, well, how many subscribers are you at? And I was like, well, I'm at 500 and I'm trying to get to a thousand by, you know, this date. And they were like, what? Yeah, you should definitely be spending your time on the newsletter. What are you talking about? <laughs> and I was like, sorry, that's just not what interests me. So yeah. I didn't think that that's what I should be doing. I should be building features because that's what I want for me. And they're like, you are not your paying customer. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, okay. And so that's just a mindset shift that I have to p- pick up. And I'm glad that I have like other folks to lean on about that. So well, and I, I'm sitting here going, I need to make sure I'm getting your newsletter and yeah. following your Twitter. <laughs> so tell us how we can get onto your yeah. newsletter and what your Twitter handle is. Both of them can be found on um, my website, thecrowdlist.com. You should be able to access my Twitter and newsletter from there. Okay, perfect. And yeah, it's been a learning. So and I and I've it has given me a sense of routine, like having to mm-hmm. write the newsletter each week. Some people, I'm like, I don't know anybody does a daily newsletter. This is <laughs> this is a lot. Um, and so now I'm just trying to spend the time trying to pivot there and see if I can reach more people, get some feedback, and then figure out where I need to grow. And that might be that the database that I build or the app that I build isn't what people want. They want a curated list, but maybe they don't want a curated list from just a funding portal. They want it from just some other entity or or maybe the newsletter grows in a different way of like you know people are only interested in climate startups or whatever yeah and so like there what's, be, what's there the, hot, be, the yeah. hot thing right now hey stephanie we've been talking about a lot of really cool things that you've done with investing and where you're going with it uh, but i'm, I'm kind of curious why exactly did you even start down this path in the first place i'm mostly i'm very like curious by nature. I love to see new businesses, different ideas, how businesses are built, how are people doing this? Um, And so this was another way for me to do that. Like I get to find out all these companies coming through and they're from all over the place. Sometimes it's like people, you know, it's like a mom and pop, just I'm trying to raise money for a food truck in small town, Maryland or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes it's like, Substack, the company is raising a community round where, okay, we're going to raise $5 million and some people are going to be able to invest $100, some people are going to be able to invest their $10,000 or whatever. Um, and that part is interesting, but I really like the seeing just the different businesses and ideas that are coming through. That is exciting to me. Um, 
and supporting that. That's like in in a way like supporting what is important to you and supporting those small businesses or people that um, that you might be inspired by starting new companies. Yeah. Right. Like, like sometimes I see these companies and it's like. We want to build rockets. Mm-hmm. Uh, OK. You know, OK. Like in no universe would for me would I be like, I want to build rockets. Let me put my face here and ask people for five million dollars and see if anybody's gonna give it. Like that is my nightmare of that, you know. But there's people who are like, I want to build a rocket. I don't have anything built yet, but I'm the person, and here's why I'm the person that you should give your money to to do this. And then people are believe in that, and then it, and then you work out, and it's like a beautiful thing. And so there's also that kind of inspiring thing too, Mm -hmm. where I'm like, okay, I think if this person can do it, I can build this little database in my newsletter like I can do that yeah (laughs) this person thinks they can build a rocket I think (laughs) I can build this (laughs) and and with that too is part of that you were just it's like where do I put my money right like part of it is that right like yeah yeah, where do we want to put our dollars so it's like not only being inspired but also like yeah where do we want to invest our our money right where do we want to back you do Mm -hmm. you do have additional choices besides Mm -hmm. your employers 401k mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. I think a lot of us um I mean right now it's we're all kind of like watching watching the economy and the banking world and all of that and I think it's a good time to educate ourselves about everything that's out there yeah you know and all of our options and then it's also like you know it it takes I I believe like in a, especially at our ages right like there is a little bit of risk um is healthy in our investing because it's just like buying a house. Like I tell my buyers, I'm like, okay, like if you are 10 years down the road and you look back and you didn't buy this house today, you're probably going to regret, you know, or buy a house, even though the rates are higher, whatever. If you don't and break into the market at some point, you're probably going to regret it long-term. And I think it's similar with taking risk. If you look back and like some of these investments or these startups or, you know, like, man, what if we would have gotten in at, you know, day one or early on and invested in something like that? It's like same thing, like the what you can kind of have a little bit of balance there with some of the um, investing so that you don't feel like you've missed the boat. Yeah. Yeah. And I think one of your to get back to your question about like the obstacles or kind of how to one thing that comes up for me is just getting started for mm-hmm. me I can definitely get stuck in analysis paralysis we've, mm-hmm. we've talked about this before where I'm like and especially like if I had known then what I know now about what was needed for the marketing I definitely would have been much more apprehensive to even get started and it's okay to just get started and be bad and be wrong and be willing to ask questions to people who know more than you, who are for, more successful than you right now and just be like, hey, I don't know what I'm doing. Am I doing the right thing? And then say, no, you're not. You need to pivot. Oh, OK. Yeah. <laughs> Work on this newsletter. I had no idea I'd be writing a weekly mm-hmm. newsletter that was not in my original site line. Newsletter wasn't even on the list. <laughs> yeah, you didn't even know. And I think we've talked about that, too. It's like sometimes when you go down these paths, like you don't even know what you're going to stumble upon or what it's going to look like. And you're kind of, you just have to trust as you go through that things are going to get you to where you want to be. Right. So yeah, yeah, that's, that's awesome. And also the fact that as I'm hearing you talk about this, I'm like, you are out there doing it, right? Like nothing else matters more than that momentum and, and having something that you care about that you're working towards. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's, um, 
yeah, it's been interesting, <laughs> an interesting um, path. I wasn't quite sure. Sh- I definitely didn't think this is what I would be spending most of my time on. Um, but I still find it exciting and I'm really like curious about it. So. But then and then I go like, OK, could you I mean, like if you're looking forward and where is this going to go in the future? Like, do you have to be the one that's doing those pieces that you don't see are your core skill set or what you really love to do or are drawn to can you do you ever picture it being something bigger than you um I do but I don't have a set plan yet which yeah. is also my peers be like what <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like that's okay right? so don't afraid to be wrong <laughs> um but I, yes, I do think about it becoming bigger than me. And I, um, yeah, have to figure out what that it, what that looks like. I think there's several routes that it could go down. And right now the most important piece is I'd, I'd like to stay as close to what my original goal was. Is like, how do I make this accessible for everyone to figure mm-hmm. out? Like right now there are a couple other platforms that do, um, have the same data that I'm offering, mm-hmm. but it's behind a paywall of some kind. So what I'm offering is I, I'd i like the data to be mostly free for people to just be able to come and see what is available because they're like, didn't even know it existed in the yeah. first place. So I don't know what I'm paying for if I'm going to try to access, you know, access yeah. this before. So, um, I'm picturing, and this is just me, right? Yeah, like, yeah. and I know you said you don't want a face. So like, but what about a video that's like for somebody like me, that's never done any startup investing, right? It's like a video with just a PowerPoint where you're going through and kind of explaining and explaining everything the website could do for you. And then that being something that's like shareable. Yeah, there's definitely, I think video is in my future, mm-hmm. whether I like it or not. I know. <laughs> I think I, video is coming. I know. Well, I, I I have had to do a lot of marketing on my side, and that's like the weekly video. The week you have to get on the weekly video, and and my problem is is that sometimes I'm feeling it, and sometimes I'm not, yeah. and it's really hard to power through when you're not feeling that consistently. So I I I need to get on the consistent video um, bandwagon too. It's just yeah, it takes some time to get comfortable with it and come up with content. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, the content creation, when you're talking about these things that are not what you envisioned, which was what you had fun with the tinkering in the building piece. It's like sometimes even that content creation for what you're putting out there, that's a, takes a lot of brain power and time and energy. And, and if it's not your passion, right, like it becomes hard to commit to. You'll just have to take like a film day come up with your script get this guy on your schedule <laughs> you see him, he's huffing he's like all right i know what's coming next more work for me <laughs> you got all the gear <laughs> yeah i know and that's and yeah that is something yeah content day where you just take and get and um i need to be using chat gpt more um too to come up i've just been playing with that oh my gosh i've played with it a little bit and it is so fun to come up with content ideas but i i feel like you can put anything in there that's pretty specific to what you're looking for what you want and 
and I've liked what it's given back. It does tell me, though, this is an interesting fact. Have have you ever asked it questions about yourself? No, I'm too scared. Okay, so I have, <laughs> and it's pretty spot on with a lot of things, except for that it tells me I'm an ethical hacker, which I think is hilarious <laughs> because I'm like the least tech savvy person ever. So the thought that I could be a hacker is kind of really funny, but um, I'm thinking it's something to do with our last name. <laughs> it's oh. like somehow, you know, linking you the, with me, yeah, <laughs> or maybe I mean maybe. <laughs> Hacker, yeah. hacker is so close that oh, it's yep. like the mm-hmm. the AI is just not that perfected yet. <laughs> it's not great at that. Yeah, I've learned because there are some there are some pieces to my platform that I definitely would like to utilize AI for. That's a manual effort for me that I'm still trying to figure mm-hmm. out that could alleviate make it easier for me to spend the time on the video. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fortune that I've been putting off for so long. I used it most recently actually to build a website like mm-hmm. from start to finish where I was able to ask it the right prompts of like, okay, I want a website using Tailwind and JavaScript and I want to be able to deploy it here and I need it to be able to do all these things and I need it to be pretty. And I can give it kind of really specific stuff or kind of a general and then it will fix it and I'm like hey this was broken or you didn't finish that and it yeah. was responsive so that part I think is really cool it is terrifying cool. too it's, like, it am is, I gonna have a job ever I know it is it, <laughs> it is a little scary and and the whole just the part that it just doesn't have that human element yeah. like the, that's the yeah it's it's gonna it is gonna have all the information oh the other piece that scares me is like is that people can put data into it, right? It's pulling data from yeah, everywhere. So it can yeah. have a lot of misinformation. And and I am like, are someday people going to f- like purposefully like try to get misinformation into the system or, you know, how does that all get controlled? So that's yeah, again just, above my tech. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely could. That could mm-hmm. happen. That's not, mm-hmm. that's not unrealistic, but I think that just, yeah remembering that that that's the case that these just because it's a robot does not mean that it's yeah that it's 100 like, percent accurate this is the answer to mm-hmm. all these things and even just yeah. asking a basic question about yourself like yeah. just a, let me ask if it does it actually know give it maybe <laughs> maybe do some dil- do due diligence first ask yes. it some questions for a test yeah yeah <laughs> And I'm like, maybe I should be telling it, you know, should I tell it what I really do so people know? Yeah. <laughs> Next person types of saying. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so so we've talked about a little bit about like growing it beyond you, but like you said you don't know exactly what the next step is. But if you could dream okay. and you could have like this become anything that you wanted, um, what would it look like in five to ten years? It would still be a platform. I think I would still, yeah, I would still have a platform. I would love to possibly incorporate some founder stories in there more. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the founder stories will help bring the human element to it. Also maybe help kind of break it down for folks who are a little bit scared to invest in startups, which I think you should be maybe scared to invest in startups. Yeah, it's not an unreasonable right. fear. Right. I would like that. I would like that, a little bit more of a community aspect, I think, to it the, the story. without it being gate keeping in any yeah. way so that's, and I, that's the part that i'm figuring out. i was like how do i do this without putting everything behind a paywall i want folks to have access to this because that right now is the problem is the education yeah. and the access to how do i even find this out right and i think as i hear you say that it's like ties back into kind of what drew you to it it's like if you have those stories on there people then are investing in things that 
that, you know, they heart connect to or that they are passionate about, they're able to support. And so that could even be another element of it, right? Like you're bringing in those human, the human, the humanness into the investing. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's, you know, sure, financially risky, but then isn't risky in the sense of like, okay, well, I helped this business in my community expand to now they're an event venue. And I Mm -hmm. now get a monthly kickback of not a lot, but maybe enough to cover some groceries or my gas tank that month or whatever. But now there's this thriving environment in my community that I get to enjoy. And so does the rest of my community get to enjoy. And I helped do that with all I had to do was a hundred dollars. Yeah. (laughs) That's cool. And then I know we, we are both girl moms. Mm -hmm. Stephanie's got two little girls. Yes. And we got three girls. Um, so I, I know that we both are kind of passionate about empowering women and women owned businesses. So that's something that I see like, okay, I want to go in there and like, I want to invest in, you know, women owned startups like I can go search and see their story would be super cool yeah so yep and that and that's the point and that and if startup investing is your thing then typically you want to like cast a wide net you don't want to put all your money in one place you want to like find 20 women founded Mm -hmm. companies and then go you know go from there in hopes that one of them returns some funds right Right. Awesome. Or, you know, they're a unicorn. Now you live on the beach. <laughs> so that that's my I, I, yeah. <laughs> or in, and then 10 years from now, I'm like, I'm sure glad I did that. Yeah. Right? <laughs> that hundred dollars went far. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that kind of goes back to like, OK, we've talked about like the minimal minimum investment for these startups to be included on these lists. What does it take for the startups to be for you to get that data on them? They have to fill out. They have to go through a funding portal. In order mm-hmm. to go through a funding portal, you have to fill out a Form C with the um, SEC. Okay. Um, and the Form C is what um, I'm tracking is the Form Cs that are coming through. Okay. Um, and so sometimes I'll see businesses that are running campaigns before their campaign is necessarily live because, you know, they weren't sure when it was going to go live with SEC or whatever. So, yeah, you have to be a legitimate business and you have to go through a funding portal, which and each funding portal will offer different stages of how much they'll help you. Okay. So maybe you have to have an outside lawyer or whatever help you mm-hmm. with that paperwork or maybe that funding portal will help you with that based on fees or whatever and it okay. all just depends cool so there's almost like two pieces to this like how you as startup can access those funds and then how we can invest and funding portals might have limitations on who they'll take investment yeah, from like right. the big ones like they can't have every they can't take everyone i imagine they get tons and tons of businesses that aren't ready to raise those kinds of funds and i'm not sure what the rules are on like I don't think just any business can go raise five million dollars I think you maybe have to be worth a certain amount and I imagine there's like levels of paperwork but again I'm not a financial advisor so I think (laughs) that I know that there are limitations or there's rules as to how these businesses get on funding portals which is the whole purpose right now so the three big ones are WeFunder, StartEngine, and Republic but those are the those are the three biggest ones okay I want to say I I think that WeFunder and StartEngine are always like they're always like both number one in something. WeFunder is like number one in the amount of campaigns and Start Engine might be number one in how much has been raised total or something mm-hmm. like that. And Start Engine is in partnership or I think they have Kevin O'Leary from Shark Tank uh-huh. is the Start Engine spokesman that will mean something to some people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so inspiring that you took this thing, had this idea and you built it like... I love it. And I think that's what we're really wanting to pull out here is some of the stories of 
that that inspire, not only inspire, educate. I mean, because I think Trent has had a situation where he's left a corporate world. You've left kind of the corporate world Mm -hmm. and there's risk in that, but it's really cool to hear the stories and see people like finding their way down that path. Um, because I think there's a lot of people out there that probably are just, you know, fearful of making that leap. So, yeah. 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 She's like, she's like, it's not, it wasn't easy. It wasn't (laughs) easy. Um, but yeah, yeah. The pandemic played a role in my leap. Mm -hmm. Um, but I was, uh, home full time with the girls mm-hmm. literally inside the house um and just looking for another way to like scratch that itch that I was kind of missing like I didn't have 8 hours to sit down in front of my computer and code yeah. something um and kind of get lost in that mm-hmm. that was that's like not a reality for me right now right which is fine mm-hmm. um but I kind of still needed something that kind of scratched that itch. And so, and that, that wasn't what I was looking for. Again, I was looking for like, how do I become an angel investor? Yeah. Not that I'm rolling in dough. So I don't know <laughs> what I was even thinking in that regard, but I learned, <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, I think maybe I saw something that was like, I'm an angel investor, but I only write $2,500 checks. And I was like, that's it. That's all you can put down. And I think I saw some checks where someone was like, I I only put in, I was one of the first investors in Uber and I wrote a check for $12,000. And I was like, and now you're like a billionaire. Like, I didn't realize that these checks could be in this world small. Yeah. This isn't small to a lot of people, but in yeah. the world of startup investing, that seems like was a much smaller number than I thought yeah. you would need yeah. to get started. And like you um, said, it can be somebody's trip to the casino. I mean, exactly. and I take the money and go to the yeah, casino. Yeah. And so I and so and there's a lot of folks who are great that I've been able to meet with who are live in D.C. and they're lobbying all the time to make it easier for people to invest in this way if they want to. There shouldn't be so many hoops to jump through. And that's the example that they use. I can go to the casino and do this. There's no reason why I can't just because I don't make six figures or whatever. Why yeah. I can't invest in this way in my neighbor doing this business or right. whatever, or whatever it, that may be. And I can I see it almost in the in a similar way as like we go to auctions, we go to community fundraisers. But this yeah. is like similar that we can invest in and lift up local local business too, yep. right? So I think that that piece is is awesome. And I guess yeah, it's yeah. great to know. And I and yeah, I'm excited to start start getting that newsletter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So. Who is the coolest person you've met on this journey so far? So like you said, you've gotten to know some women, but what's the most, who is the most fascinating, interesting, coolest person you've gotten to run into or get information from, learn from, be inspired by during this time? A couple of people. I did get to meet and chat with the person who like was a part of the Jobs Act that even created this type of investing available to everyday Americans. He, it was awesome to meet with. Yeah. Um, and so that was really cool. And then I, a VP at WeFunder reached out when I kind of just started tweeting mm-hmm. um, on the crowd list because my, I didn't have like my name attached or anything. And he just DM'd me like, hey, you sound really cool. Do you want to chat sometime? <laughs> and it was just on the That's business so account. Awesome. So it wasn't like yeah. creepy or anything. Yeah. Nothing no. like that. And I was like, Oh, someone saw, you know, like, <laughs> people saw me. You yeah. Know? Like, okay. This is working. This is, Hey, if I say it, maybe someone will see. Yeah. Um, and so he was really interesting to chat with kind of like about the space and what's going on. And, um, I've been really, there's another 
the guy who writes just a newsletter. Mm -hmm. I think he does do or he used to do some content like on YouTube and Mm -hmm. stuff. And he likes to find startups and kind of break them down and analyze them and determine whether this is a good investment or not. I see him as like a peer. And I think I if the I don't know that I would have reached out to him if the VP of WeFunder didn't. But the way that it was so it's simple, like Mm -hmm. he's just like, hey, I think what you're doing is cool. Can we chat sometime? Yeah. And I was like, I didn't even realize that that could be so such like that I could do that. Like, hey, do you want to chat sometime? We're working on something similar. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be like this formal thing. And so there's another guy in the space who writes a newsletter, just a newsletter and some other content. And so I reached out to him in that kind of same way, like, hey, you're working on something similar to me. Do you want to meet sometime? And he was like, yeah. And now we talk pretty regularly, almost once, like, not quite weekly, but kind of just checking in, like, how's your newsletter growth going? How's this going? Mm -hmm. How's that just kind of every once in a while seeing how we're doing? And where I think we could have approached it like we're competitors, but we're not. Our goals are the same. Yeah. And there's opportunities for now for us to work together until there's a reason for that not to work. But no, I I mean, that's I, I'm a big believer in rise by lifting others, you know, like, I get so much knowledge, expertise and referrals from other loan officers in the business. Like, I really feel like we can help build each other up. Yeah. And there might be some information industry info that you get that you can share. And you if you're both doing that, you're going to both be better. Right. Yeah. So I, I think that's awesome. Yeah. And so everybody's been really kind. I've talked to mostly <clears throat> um, men, but. I didn't even, I wouldn't even know this existed without a woman named Arlen Hamilton. So there's that. <laughs> well, and, and that's so awesome. And then even I was thinking when you're talking about the person that passed the bill, like, what if they hadn't set in motion? What if they hadn't taken that first step down their yeah. path um, so that you then could be now where you are? And then it's like, because you've taken this path, what is that going to mean for opportunities for people in the future? I just think that's super fascinating. So yeah, super, super cool. So what do you think if you had to give like one piece of advice to people that are listening, what do you think that would be? Just start. Yeah. Be bad. It's going to be bad. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully not do your best to make it not bad, but just know that you're going to look back on it and be like, Hey, I could have done that better. And but maybe you couldn't have. You didn't have right. the tools yet, but you're not going to get them unless you kind of get started. And uh, so that's a piece of advice that I have for everyone that I also remind myself of. Just start. Yeah. Just <laughs> put take, something up. See put, how it goes. Put your one foot in front of the other and see where it goes. And I think we talked a little bit earlier today. We're talking about like fear of failure. Like I have this intense fear of failure, right? So yeah. it's like overcoming that. And like, if you take away that fear, as long as you're moving forward, putting one foot in front of the other, and maybe there's some days where you can't do that and Mm -hmm. that's okay. Um, but like, as long as you're building that momentum, what even is failure? I mean, yeah, it's not a failure. It's a learning. It's like, it, it's could be whatever propels you into the next part of your life or what you're meant for. So yeah. Like even if nothing, if I end up having to just close the crowdless.com, I no longer have a newsletter. Like I have learned an exponential amount mm-hmm. and I have met people that I never would have met or even considered reaching out to. I've never DM'd a stranger <laughs> on Twitter to mm-hmm. see if they wanted to hang out on Zoom. You know, like that's not something I would ever have done. Mm-hmm. I don't even I wouldn't even do that typically with like a coworker mm-hmm. who I do know. And I've been to your house and your baby shower, you know, like, <laughs> like, just, it was not my thing. But it was just one person showed me the way in such a simple yeah. way. And I'm like, Yes. Okay. This works. And so just, yeah, don't and be afraid. I think that's like a huge part of marketing is, is sometimes we live in that fear, but like 
other people are open to, you know, like we're showing people we care by reaching out, like we're empowering them. Right. Like, so when you look at it that way, it's like, yeah, we need to reach out and let other people know when we see they're doing something cool. Right. Like that is really cool. And that's why you're here today. Cause I think what you're doing, Stephanie is like, you should be really proud because you're, you have inspired me. Oh, so thank you. you. Thank you so much for being here. It was lovely. Thank you for inviting me to be here. Is there anything else that you want to talk about before we go? Yeah. Congratulations on just starting, Brandy. Oh, this is lovely. Okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thank you. You're going to make me cry. Good for you. <laughs> oh, thank you. This is you. not bad, by the way. So this is not you. Yeah. This is you being bad. You're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you because yeah. like I really don't know what I'm doing and I'm just grateful that I have Trent. So a little shout out again to Trent and Sheila for opening, you know, their space and helping me through this whole process because mm-hmm. I'm learning every every time we meet. So something You're doing new. Just keep thank doing you. being you and it's going to be just fine. Oh, thank you. Love you. Love you. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for joining us here today. I want you to take a moment and think about what you can do to put that one foot down on the ground and just start today. What is, what is one thing you can do to get the momentum moving forward and potentially change your life or other people's lives. So ponder that and we'll be back in the next diary entry with more stories to tell. Soul Filler Diaries hosted by Brandy Hecker produced by Red Trucks. 